From science to business, we talk about all topics impacting the Asian community in Western culture. My name is Richard Liu. And I'm Matt Gusti. And, and this, this is, is the Bamboo, Bamboo Breakthrough, Breakthrough Podcast. Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of Bamboo Breakthrough. Yeah, pretty excited. Um, we're talking about a pretty interesting topic today. Um, yeah. The bamboo ceiling, is it real? Yeah, so it's the namesake of our podcast. Um, so Richard, what is the bamboo ceiling? The bamboo ceiling, so um, it's coined by um, someone called Jane Hyun. So she wrote it in her, it's basically a book in 2005 she yeah. wrote called Breaking the Bamboo Ceiling. Yeah, who, who is Jane Hyun? Um, from what I know, she um, she's she works in talent and HR previously in a corporate life. Yeah. Um, I think she does a lot of executive coaching right now, but she used to work at like companies like JP Morgan. Oh, okay. Yeah, Deloitte. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, so just for you guys out there who maybe haven't heard of the term before, um, a bamboo ceiling is basically a barrier that serves to kind of like exclude agents to climb to like leadership positions or yeah. that's what I guess Jane pointed out. So it's kind of like the glass ceiling, but for Asians. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, that makes much. sense. That's kind of a borderline racist name if I think it, about it. It kind of gets its point across, but... I mean, you could have called it the Asian ceiling, but yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> putting a bamboo... I guess a bamboo makes more sense as a ceiling, like physically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, for me, I personally actually never heard of it until when I got my first job. Yep. And... <laughs> This um, Asian, I guess, manager who was trying to, I guess, climb up came up to me and was like, oh, I got like, I'm getting blocked by this bamboo ceiling. I think I have to hop company. Oh, and they actually like, like came up to you. And yeah, they're like talking about it to me. I'm like, what's a bamboo ceiling? And yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, he's oblivious. Like, it's like this imaginary kind of like level where you're kind of just blocked to, like you're blocked because you're Asian and they have stereotypes around that and like you can't climb because of that. Yeah, is there like a level where the ceiling kind of exists, like between like middle management and upper management or something like that? Yeah, so I think from Jane's point of view, it's mainly from she's mainly talking about the corporate positions, like your C, your CEOs, CEO. Oh, okay, like but C like, suite, like directors, exactly and that kind of stuff. But okay. I'm, I think like I guess it does exist, like in other like I guess um, middle management to upper management levels as well. Like yep. um, there is, um, I guess that still exists as well. But mm. I think. The main kind of like all the stats show like the main concern is around that C level suite you could say or maybe even like at a executive suite yeah yeah okay so yeah I mean there's some interesting stats out there I'll just throw an yeah, interesting sure. one yeah let's throw some stats yeah so um, there's one I saw that Asians represent only 1.5 percent of corporate officer positions in the Fortune 500 yeah um, so that's like one that's kind of relates to what we just talked about mm. right yeah okay. um, yeah the I guess that's the kind of like for for this kind of like I guess her book I think she was focusing on that but yeah there's definitely other stats that focus on that in other areas as well yeah um, there's another one like um, say A and U Economist so that's a very um, famous uni in Australia here yeah um, sent out four thousand fake applicants to a variety of entry level jobs and um, people with a Chinese name had to apply sixty eight percent more yeah than the norm so although that's not like I guess the bamboo ceiling per se it's definitely talking about more of a lower level entry mm. it still definitely talks about that whole issue yeah um and that it's not it's definitely an issue that exists even if the stats are kind of like hard to see sometimes but like it definitely there's a there's an issue there do you think you were aware of it that not the actual name but the actual kind of 
occurrence of it before you started working? Is that something that Definitely like, oh, not. I'm going to go into the workforce, well, like after you graduate, right? You're like, oh, I'm going to go into the workforce. Um, if I work really hard and apply myself, myself, I'm sure I'll be make uh, I'll make partner or be an executive. Yeah, see, that's like, the thing, right? That's I, what everyone thinks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so then, because uh, I I don't really think about it either, Not right? Really. But then it kind of does make sense. I mean, like as bad as like racial stereotypes are at work, it it does affect the, these kind of things. Yeah, and to your point, like especially when you're in um, a lot of universities, there's a lot of Asian population in yeah, these yeah. universities, and that that never really like ever became a thought like it just you're just like oh yeah i'm gonna go graduate from this uni like climb the corporate ladder have no issues like i think i'm a smart kid well there are a lot more issues like that we just can't control sometimes yeah 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 it's perceptions and stuff yeah yeah okay so do you have any figures about um about how i guess how advanced an asian worker gets in these kind of companies because i see a lot of asians i guess progress yeah um, and I don't see them progress at, I mean, towards that director level. So I can kind of have my own anecdotal evidence mm. and not not see it happen. Like in yeah. my company, maybe like we have like one or two Asians in the like leadership team in a yeah. leadership team of maybe like thirty. Um, but then I do see a lot of like senior managers, I guess, that are Asian. Yeah. So I guess there there is that gulf between that senior leadership and the executive position. Yeah, and I think, and I think going back to that like um, point previously, I think that's where most people struggle with like yeah. that climb like people Asians that like historically you could say they're stereotyped to be hardworking and stuff so they do manage to get to those senior manager positions yeah. but beyond that 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 like kind of ceiling applies where it's not just about your hard work now it's about how you network how you communicate yeah. and how they like see you as a potential leader for the company right so like I see the problem being that they kind of do pretty well they got up to that level yeah. and the, the ratio isn't right as like Let's say if you have thirty percent of your workforce being Asian, yeah, but there's only like two percent being executive, yeah, it should be. I mean, in an ideal world, like if it's thirty percent of your workforce, that same thirty percent should occupy the leadership team thirty percent as well, yeah. And I guess that's kind of the definition of the ceiling, right? Yeah, as definitely. in they kind of go all the way up to a certain thing, and then it's super hard for them to progress just yeah. purely because of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. I'm thinking it's more like a bamboo, like mesh screen or something. Mesh screen. Yeah, as in like some of them do get through. She got a new book. It's like very little, yeah. I'll coin that term. <laughs> yeah, now. update part two. It's called yeah, a mesh screen. It's now. a mesh screen. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, that's, that's an interesting point though. Like, um, I, I remember seeing, I remember as you mentioned, like there's a stat out there. I don't know the exact stat, but um, basically Asians do, like there's a huge portion of them in the manager levels. Yeah. And there's also like on a pay level, like Asians are one of the higher earning um, I guess ethnicities, yeah. But obviously, when you look at it on like this level, it's just a complete like turnaround, right? Yeah. On executive level, like Asians that want to get up there and like represent and be an executive or a C level position, like it just doesn't happen much. Mm. And so, yeah. yeah, that you're definitely right. Like I think that's the that mesh screen. Yeah, it's a mesh screen. I think yeah. I like that term better. Yeah. But then I have a stat here as well. I think they were looking at companies in 2015 in Silicon Valley. Mm. Um, I think Asian Americans, uh, including Indians, yep. they represented 27% of the workers, yep. but only 19% of managers and 14% executives. Yeah. And in contrast, um, 62% of them, I guess, were white or Anglo-Saxons, yeah. and 80% of the executives are white. So I guess there's yeah. a 
discrepancy. Yeah, huge. Like a lot of ma- a lot of managers. Yeah. And then just, the numbers just dwindle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just probably have a whole bunch of Asians working for them. Yeah. But then they never like they probably promote like that one white guy that comes through. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean that, that comes does come to like just going back to the whole I think the, the reason why um, Asians don't get promoted and all that yeah. stuff like the book cites like two main reasons and that's like um, Asians don't have the leadership qualities. And agents have the communication skills. Like, what so are your thoughts on It's, it's all like soft skills stuff. Yeah. So I guess it's like a perceived lack of leadership skills. So mm. okay. No, I don't know. Um, I can see some truth in it, but yeah. I I don't think it's hundred percent true. Yeah. Um. I think yeah, Asians are generally pretty like book smart, and they get really good at you know, technical skills. Yeah. Or I guess things that require that knowledge and then there's that, that soft skills component I guess it's what they're using to um, I guess not promote them yeah I don't know do you think Asians or the Asian culture kind of promotes that kind of level of soft skills quite a lot personally I think not really I yeah. think um, definitely like if I remember I came from um, what we call in Australia or at least in the state that I'm living in um a selective school yeah and the portion of proportion i guess of asians versus like i guess you could say other like ethnicities yeah asians do it there was a lot of us <laughs> yeah yeah but like if you look at the skills sorry there's classes that promote that kind of soft skills like drama act like those classes yeah. predominantly non no asians. asians don't really do it they don't yeah. do it like we focus on the uh, the information maths, technology maths oh, yeah it's like the, it's like that kind of like yeah. uh, stereotype yeah. and i think to be honest those soft skills um do get taught through like sometimes even your parents yeah. from the activities you do and stuff like that and they just develop you as a person I just don't think it's that emphasized right yeah it's as not in, how good was your school and your like cohort at like public speaking or something oh, everyone hated it right yeah. especially for English like you had to, everyone had to do it yeah and yeah. I remember like all this all the Asians are like oh my god I have to do this yeah. speech in front of the whole class like my heart's pumping yeah do you reckon like they're just nervous <laughs> or they're they just don't think it's valuable that's interesting that's an interesting question I think they're definitely nervous. That's definitely one yeah, part of it. Yeah. But that's a good. That's an interesting point. Like the value because in your parents are, or our parents are both like, oh, do you, like if you get really good marks, you'll do good in life. Yeah. That's like the whole like Asian mentality. Like that's if you perform well in your books, you get a high mark. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. But what's better than good if you want to go above that good, right? Yeah. To like those senior leadership positions. Yeah. Well, books are not going to get you there. Like. To be honest, like mm. it is that those soft skills, and I think you're completely right. I think we're not really trained on that. We're not like we don't. That's not our focus. Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> was a, there was an interesting study I was looking at. Um, they were looking at stereotypes of Asian Americans. Yeah, uh, they got a bunch of uni kids. So the sample space is just uni kids. Yeah. Uh, but then two big kind of biases came through, and that Asians were seen as competent. Mm-hmm. Um, this is competent, not purely positive. Uh, I'll explain what breaks down this term, but okay. also lack of, I guess, social skills or unsociability. Right. Yeah. So the way they've defined competent is they looked at like these traits kind of build up into competency, and that's mm-hmm. like constantly in pursuit of more power or obsessed with competition or think they're smarter than other people <laughs> oh, okay. or striving to be number one so it's kind of like the ambitious and yeah. competence as one thing yeah and then unsociable uh, unsociable was like committing less time to socializing mm. just like being center of attention they're not very vocal mm. don't put high priority in social lives yeah and that kind of stuff and i guess there is that component to leadership you it's not you're not like an individual contributor anymore not really good at one thing you do have yeah. to manage a team exactly yeah 
So I think there is some merit to it, but I think it's disproportionate. Yeah. Um, I think, let's say, with um, Asian Americans, they're maybe second or third generation. Mm. And I think they're more Western than... 100%, the, yeah, exactly. Like, fresh of the boat counterparts in China. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's... I think that's where the substantiation to say Asians don't make it because they just don't have leadership skills mm. kind of lacks merit. Yeah. Because those guys, surely, they, they talk and walk like Americans. They have the same values. Oh, 100%. And American. like the ones that manage to get up there, it's not like they're awkward. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they know how to talk. They know how to present themselves well. Yeah, yeah. They know how to be a leader, right? Yeah. Um, and I think like, yes, like, yes, you got the other extreme where you do see like a lot of, these um i guess studies show that sometimes agents are kind of like too focused on other stuff like that make them a good individual contributor but not as a leader right yeah but if you're looking at the other way like that shouldn't just be the case i mean if you look at other i guess if you look at it on with an open lens these kind of like studies yes agents may be like this but also i I reckon other ethnicities also like you got some portion of it like that as well so in the end yes you might have discrepancies in the stats and stuff but like it shouldn't be that that big of a discrepancy. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That's that's where I see the problem. Right? Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's mainly a... I think it's probably a cultural thing. Mm. Um, it's kind of that hierarchical nature of, I guess, like Asian society mm. when, like, the boss is the boss. Yeah. And whatever he says... is, is very, like, authoritarian. Mm. As in, whatever the boss says is, like, the rule of law. Yeah. So you tend to kind of just defer to your boss's opinions or whatever, yeah. and they have more control. Whereas just working in Western society and growing up here, hmm. they kind of encourage you to fight for your own ideas, maybe go against the boss, maybe go challenge yep. it. And that's not really an Asian culture, right? No. And I'm also thinking that to be social and to be included in these gatherings, I mean, the idea of, I guess, hanging out in Asian culture, let's take Japanese, for example, like yeah. karaoke is like staple. <laughs> but then if your idea of a good time is having karaoke and you try to bring that here, yeah. You try and invite all your like Caucasian bosses and be like, hey, let's hang out and have karaoke. <laughs> they're not going to join you. No. And then whatever they do is not going to be fun for that guy. Yeah. So they're obviously not going to go join in these social <laughs> activities. Yeah. And then that's just going to cause them to be perceived as unsociable, right? Yeah. So I think it is purely purely cultural in that respect. It can be very cultural. Leadership and I guess working in Western society is different to Asian society. Mm. But also, th- th- so that addresses like the competence bit. Yeah. Um, also the unsocial bit as well is the having fun and I guess social interactions in work in Asian culture is different to yeah. having fun in like Western whereas like I see like the the power level between a boss and an employee is a bit lower here as in mm. a boss you can hang out with your boss 100% yeah and it's, like you can like talk it's not taboo yeah, you, can, you can like talk shit with your boss yeah uh, am I allowed to say that in the podcast? Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, worst case, we'll just put it like a, yeah, like, we'll eighteen. Yeah, we'll probably it. <laughs> but, As in, like, yeah, you can talk that kind of stuff with your boss, but in Asia, I don't think you can, and I don't think that's like, definitely not accepted. Yeah, and you can you can never talk back as well. Like, whilst yeah. here, you can if your boss says a, a something, you're like, oh, I actually don't agree. Yeah, that's okay because especially if you can like show why you don't agree with this point, it could actually be better for the team or whatever. But like, yeah, I can definitely see that cultural difference um, in Western society versus yeah. like in Asia like in general but yeah I um, guess like I guess is that is that the crisis situation then um, when I guess Asians work in Western companies mm. they need to know how to manage their bosses up to not yeah. be perceived as like unsociable and lack of leadership skills I mean I do see it I think I think 
definitely uh, moving on to that point, maybe like there are ways if you struggle with this, like for Asians to be better at this. But yeah. I think it's not just that. I think it's also like organizations and how they structure, like what they focus on right now. Like, yeah. um, like the, the whole equality like argument or thing right now with gender equality, I think gender equality is a huge topic, like in any organization, in any like company. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, diversity. Diversity and stuff. But like, I think, um, I guess ethnicity, that diversity and that like, balance is not really focused on that much yeah and so um i guess what happens is bosses and like your bosses like your managers and stuff like don't focus on this point yeah and so they just focus on other like they don't focus on like oh maybe because they're asian they might not be like maybe i have to go it's like there's if you did the acs like it's like asking a question like oh what do you think like matt or like what do you think about this whole thing yeah but generally like asians don't get a chance because they're too shy sometimes or yeah, they don't yeah. want to voice their opinions. Yeah. And is that perception change that might be needed, yeah. you're right. But also it might be a need from the organization side to be like, maybe there's something like if you have, it doesn't, doesn't relate to Asians completely like that. Yeah. But like getting bosses to be more like open about like, hey, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Yeah, so I, I guess what you're saying is like, it's a two-way street. Yeah, it's a two-way street. So it's though. like you have to understand how to bring out these qualities or work with, I guess, Asian employees, yeah. which don't, I guess abide by the usual Western standards of leadership. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, like, if you think about the current leadership styles, um, it is about like, for example, if I'm like an executive, I'll say something, right? Yeah. The ones that will voice an opinion back, um, that, like, show they have a voice, show they can communicate, show that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. But maybe it's also about a perception change. Okay, and sort of, why do you have to do this? Why didn't you just ask for feedback, like, from the team, right? Kind of yeah, like, yeah. That two-way kind of street that you said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like on an SBS publication, which is a publication here in Australia, um, there's a fame, there's a law firm, Baker McKinsey. Yeah. And basically this Vietnamese Australian lawyer mentioned in a pub, like in, I guess in an interview said that basically that organizations is focused on gender, gender quality and there's not enough, I guess, voice of share to talk about diversity and ethnicities and mm. stuff like that. So I think that's, that's coming back to that point. I think, um, Organizations right now are definitely focused on gender equality, which is great. Like that's awesome. Yeah. But there's a lot of kind of like. So like this issue is falling by the wayside essentially. Yeah. I think part of it as well is that, like, people don't doubt that Asians can be good at their job. I mm. mean that's part of the competence part. Yeah. And getting to that senior executive level isn't easy by any means, and they do make a good living for themselves. Definitely. Yeah. And I guess they can be respected enough in that mm. level. So it's like they're not doing badly, but they're just not they're artificially being limited to getting, I guess, overachieving in that mm. respect. So it seems like the attitude's like, oh, they're doing well enough. They don't need extra attention. <laughs> right. Okay, I can see your point yeah. there. That's interesting, hey? Because, yeah, I mean, there are stats to support that agents are overall as an ethnicity. Yeah. They're doing quite well. The model minority or whatever. Yeah, the, the model say, minority, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They're, like, they're doing well as a race yeah. in other countries. So therefore, you don't have to think about it with this minority case where yeah. if you want to talk about executive positions or corporate officer levels, it just kind of falls out of the circle because everyone's like, oh, they're good enough. Like, they're, they're doing quite well. Like, yeah, but that's so dismissive, right? Yeah, it's dismissive, <laughs> yeah. What about, yeah. What about the ones that do want to, like, get up there? And yeah, or like, the ones that deserve to be up there. Exactly, the ones that deserve. They can they can not only do the results and get the results for you yeah, yeah. and do the hard work, but also be able to communicate and be a leader, a good yeah. leader for the company, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I guess like the examples of 
like there's, it's really hard to find stats around like the success of this. Yeah. And I think like um, what there's a lot of good examples recently about um, like successes, right? And like the two, the three I came up with like Google. Yeah. You got and uh, Sunday Pichai, Microsoft, which is humongous, like. Mm-hmm. Trillion dollar company now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Satya Nadella, and then you got a recent. If you guys haven't heard of it, Zoom Technologies, which mm. is basically a video conferencing um, software. Yeah. Um, Eric Yon, and like they're good examples of really, really like huge companies that are doing well, and you got agents leading them as well. So like, it's definitely like it's definitely. I get. I think it's improving. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely still a big talking topic. Yeah, and I think at this point it's. It's still a relatively new topic, and there's, I guess there's not that much historical precedence for it just yet. Yeah. Uh, taking Australia for example, I mean the Asian migration hasn't been here for as long as America. Yeah. So maybe like the first Aussie educated Asians are just getting into that stage now. Yeah. So there isn't enough historical precedence for it. That's true, and we are the first gen, like yeah. you, and like I just feel like that. That's actually a really good point that yeah. you got the American gen definitely like. You have your second and third gens potentially, but in Australia, it's mainly your first gens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, probably like the oldest kind of Asian employer executives are still maybe in like forties or fifties. Yeah, exactly. With the rare ones. Yeah. Being, but I think America maybe they can substantiate a bit more there. Yeah. That's, that's why I think it's a bigger issue there than it is here. That's true because the stats, if the ones that you named and I named, like it's all kind of American. Yeah. Um, but what is interesting is like I had a law example from Australia as well, and so yeah. did you. I feel like. It's more obvious in the law industry in Australia for some reason. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe because there's a lot more Asian lawyers. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I mean, just looking at the law industry itself, yeah. it's inter- it's quite interesting, right? Because I guess tech itself is, has been quite open. Yeah. So I guess the stats for tech, yes, you have some discrepancies, but I think it's quite, not. it's not too bad. Like yeah. it's def- But like, I think, yeah, in your traditional like, industries, maybe your investment bankers, your lawyers and stuff like that. Yeah. There may be a bit more bias, I think, mm, and yeah. you know, def- definitely like the perception changes in those organizations are slower. Yeah, fair enough. To adopt like these new kind of like ways of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think like I'm not I'm like I'm not in law industry. I'm not in legal industry and stuff yeah. like that. But that's how at least I see it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like for us, um, I guess for you guys out there, like what can you do about it like that's the thing right like yeah. yes we're talking about these issues but like what can you really do right now yeah um and generally like i was reading reddit it's like you got two ways to do it you got one you can just wait around and, see, and let organizations try to change it slowly yeah or you can actually try to do something about it and i think well yeah that, okay then what, what could you do that's a good question um, um so i think like the first step is self-awareness so yeah you can thank us we're just letting you guys know if you haven't heard about it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, like the the issue does like it's not like it doesn't exist. Like it's not like oh yeah, you just like it's just like someone just changed this word book. It's just like, people whining. It's not people whining. Yeah, it so, yeah, it, it does exists. it does yeah. exist. So definitely the first step is self awareness. Yeah, and then knowing like why this is happening, right? Yeah. Um, and I think like the classic examples that honestly I think Asians don't do this quite well, and I, especially like from my friends and stuff like that. Networking more, like yeah. going out there, networking, improving your communication skills, like especially like cold, not cold calling, but like cold meeting people, like yeah. and how do you like not be awkward in a corner and yeah. like actually go up and say like, hey, like how are you going, like, and like because you have, uh, let's say like meetups and stuff like that, you have something to talk about, right? Yeah, you got like something to break the ice, and so yeah, I think it's that fundamental understanding that the I guess, pers- like leadership values in mm. Asian culture is different to Western culture. Yeah. 
and that if you're going to be working in a Western company with Western leadership, chances are you kind of have to abide by their standards. Yeah, you have to adapt to it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is kind of the adaptation. Yeah. And I and I and that's I mean you live in a Western country or West like in Australia, yeah. New Zealand, America, Canada. You kind of do have to adopt to like what how it works, right? Yeah. 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 So that's that's I just agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's not to invalidate that the people that are displaying these skills that have adapted are still getting pushed down. Mm. Yeah. I think. That that's going to be the part where you kind of have to rely a bit on, I guess, things like this, where more of a voice is being held yeah. and being sounded out in the economy and in the industry, yeah. that these people start, I guess, being conscious of their own biases as well. Yeah, definitely. And that's going to push the companies to change. Yeah, I agree. And that's, yeah, I'm just correct in that, yeah. And I think, like, for now, like, yeah, as I said, like, there are definitely, like, you can do some few things you can do, try to, like, if you do, if that's your goal in the future, like, yeah. obviously not everyone wants to live, like, a corporate officer life or have the stress of being one. Yeah, that's true. Um, like, yeah, like, a lot of people say, like, networking is gets you, like, far. Like, that, that's the whole, oh, yeah. that's the whole point. It's about right? who you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, another really interesting point which I read was, like, finding a mentor, like, especially, like, one yeah. that has managed to get up there and being able to get them to help you yep. maybe improve your soft skills, improve your communication skills. And just navigate and that whole kind of corporate dance. Yeah, corporate dance, yeah. yeah. Or you can go like make your own company. <laughs> that's the other because way. that's one way to do it. Yeah, that's another way to do it. Just start your own company and yep. just become a billion dollars. Yeah, you, start, you start at the executive level. Yeah, you start at your executive You can be, yeah, one person, CEO, one person level, yeah. boom, you're already up there. That's it, you're defying the statistics yeah. already. <laughs> um, and I think like, just like from what I heard, like just take every opportunity you get. Like I think if it's a good opportunity, sometimes like you sometimes you analyze things too much. Sometimes you just gotta take the just take the step and just yeah. go for it. But yeah. yeah. Okay, I think that's good advice. Yeah. But yeah, thanks thanks to Reddit and like other various <laughs> platforms for that advice. Nice original opinion. <laughs> original opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um but yeah, we hope like this gives you a bit more insight and this, at least if you haven't heard about this whole issue like you're yeah, a bit you're more, more aware of it exactly the whole yeah. first step is awareness yeah yeah but yeah um that pretty much sums up uh this week's podcast Great. yeah thanks for tuning in to matt and richard at bamboo breakthrough yeah and hope to see you next time <laughs>